Hello and welcome to Flying Blind Podcast. My name is Evita and today on this episode, I will be talking about apologizing. Yes, saying you are sorry and it's probably not what you think it's going to be. But my hope is for you to listen today and for you to be inspired to get out there, spread your wings and fly. Apologizing is something that all of us sometimes do a lot and maybe even possibly too much. We all know that it's important to apologize when you are wrong, when you have done something wrong. It is, of course, important for you to take accountability for any mistakes that you've made and to make amends with people that deserve an apology. But I know for myself, and probably for some of you listening, we apologize way too much, even to the point where it's almost a habit. And it's like, oh, sorry. And you probably are sorry, but it sometimes I think is really overused. And that can actually kind of take away from the meaning of an actual really well-deserved sorry. We sometimes, I think, use sorry instead of something that's a little bit more fitting, like, oh, excuse me, or pardon me if you accidentally bump into someone or, you know, step on someone's foot. I think that it's actually much more appropriate to say, oh, excuse me, or, oh, I didn't mean to, or pardon me. And we have replaced a lot of these sorts of phrases with, I'm sorry. And I kind of want to go over some of the reasons why uh, you should stop apologizing so much. Also, the types of apologies and also a list of some things that you should actually never be sorry for. I know a lot of podcasts out there and a lot of information out there is about making amends and apologizing and I do agree with that. It's it's necessary sometimes to apologize for certain things. But there's really not much out there about why you shouldn't be apologizing. But that's what today is going to be about. For one, apologizing too much does devalue that phrase. That is probably one of the first things that I would say about why you should not apologize so much. Also, it's one of those things that for some people can cause excessive guilt. It can become incredibly compulsive, almost like an OCD behavior. And these feelings of guilt can actually kind of interfere with certain things in your day. And it can be very demoralizing too if you're guilty about, you know, really silly little things. There's an article that I read on a website called Lifehacker that does talk a little bit about this and apologies. And an interesting point that was brought up is that you shouldn't apologize if it means avoiding conflict. We all, for the most part, like to avoid conflict, but uh, sometimes conflict is kind of necessary to get things done and to move forward and to be able to, you know, get something done. A lot of times, too, one of the reasons that we try to avoid conflict is because, you know, it can be emotionally taxing. And of course, you know, we all usually want to make peace, but sometimes avoiding conflict by apologizing also becomes a pattern and you don't really express how you feel. There's another really interesting point that came up in this article, and I really think uh, this is true, and I actually hadn't thought about this, but it says, taking responsibility makes you feel important. Admit it, there's something pretty narcissistic about taking responsibility for everything. Are you omniscient, all-powerful? You must be if everything happening on earth has to do with you. Maybe you need this sense of power in your life, but keep in mind how it might be diminishing the people around you and their agency. You can't be in control of everything and probably no one you know wants you to be. So as this article states, actually be a little bit narcissistic. It's kind of attention grabbing too. And a lot of narcissists tend to um, martyr themselves. So sometimes it can come off that way too. 
When it comes to apologizing, there are also uh, several types of apologies. And I actually found these types of apologies on a website called Psych Central. And it is in an article that's called What You Need to Know About Apologizing Way Too Much. And it's by Judith Tutin, I believe. Uh, I could be saying her last name wrong, but this article does talk about the four different kinds of apologies and um, when you might be using them in conversation. And you might not even realize it, which is also very interesting. Again, you don't need to always be apologizing. There's a way to actually have these conversations without over-apologizing. Uh, Number one is the reflexive apology. And here I'm going to read from the article. It says, take for example, I'm sorry I went out with the girls last night. This is like a verbal tick we have when we're not at all sorry. You actually had a great time with the girls, but you're trying to make reparation for a less than welcome choice you made. What you're really thinking is, of course you would be happier if I was home to make dinner and get the kids ready for bed, but really, did it kill you? Sometimes we offer the reflexive apology after receiving a complaint, like the one about the terrible night he had managing the kids because you were out with the girls. Sometimes we do it before even receiving said complaint, anticipating that there might be a negative reaction to our behavior. The reflexive apology restores balance in the relationship. You believe someone is upset with you and you automatically act to restore equilibrium. Unsurprisingly, the maintenance of peace and harmony in relationships often falls to the women. Is this a role you want? You must be the judge. And that's really interesting. I think that we all have done this. And especially under the circumstance with relationships, when we know somebody that's you know, not necessarily happy with us for a certain choice that we've made, we tend to do this sort of reflexive apology. I know I've done it before and I know for sure that it has been uh, given to me. The second type of apology is the assertive apology. And here it says, you might say, I'm sorry, I don't feel like cooking tonight. It might be a reflexive apology. More likely, it's your way of asserting that you are not going to do something and or that you want something. I'm not cooking, so we need to go out or order in is really what you mean. Another case of the assertive apology is, sorry, but I didn't ask for the most expensive synthetic oil in my car, or I didn't ask for this and I shouldn't have to pay for it. In each case, think about the meaning when you omit the sorry. You're left with the same sentiment, but it's slightly more caustic, slightly less traditionally feminine. With the assertive apology, much like the reflexive sorry, you're not really sorry at all. You want something, you think it will not be popular, so it is softened with the sorry. It's another attempt to maintain the relationship even with the guy in the car repair shop. It's been argued that women ought to be more direct, ask for what they want, and not let the desire to keep the peace confuse their message. Are you better served with or without the apology? And again, I know for sure I've used this sort of assertive apology. And I do find that we do that to kind of soften something that we want uh, instead of just being assertive and asking for it and being afraid of how it's going to be perceived. And again, I know that it's very much possible to ask for what you want and be assertive without apologizing for it. Uh, The number three type of apology is the blame reversing apology. And here it says, consider, I'm sorry if it annoys you when I ask you to take out the trash. What may be unsaid but implied by your tone is, you know it's your job. We can include that I'm sorry but in this category as well. Consider, I'm sorry what I said upset you, but you know it's true. According to Harriet Lerner, the blame reversing apology is worse than no apology at all. 
Again, you are not sorry, but unlike the reflexive apology, which strives to maintain peace and harmony, or the assertive apology by which you are trying to get something, the blame-reversing apology is a passive-aggressive attempt to shift blame to the receiver while seemingly being apologetic. In addition to not offering contrition, it also undermines the receiver's experience. Personally, I like to avoid this one and recommend you do the same. And this is definitely, I know, something that has been exchanged in the past during bickerments with significant others. And again, it actually is blame reversing. You're truly not sorry and you're putting the blame on somebody else. Uh, it's better to not even say you're sorry. And here's another case which you should just keep that sorry to yourself and just be honest about what you feel. The genuine apology is number four. By genuine, I mean first and foremost that you're really feeling it. It must be an honest apology. A fake apology will fall flat. It has to sound honest, so your tone matters. The genuine apology is something along the lines of these heartfelt apologies. I'm sorry what I said hurt your feelings. It was thoughtless. How can I make it up to you? I'm sorry I didn't do what I said I would do. I will try to do better next time. I hope you will call me out if I mess up again. And the last example here is, I'm sorry I can't make your dinner date. I know it's important to you. When would be another good time for you? These and other similar apologies reflect the fact that you understand the other person isn't happy with something you did or didn't do and you'd like to make reparation. Genuine apologies usually have the I word and do not include any of the aforementioned ifs, ands, or buts. Words matter. So we talked about the types of apologies and why should you should stop apologizing. But when we come back from break, I actually want to go through a list of things that you never should apologize for and maybe some ways in which you can rephrase apologies into statements that are more positive. Hey, everybody. This is Panchito and Mike from the 5 for 5 podcast. And you're currently listening to Flying Blind with Evita. We hope you enjoy it. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media, at Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. In a world where we are constantly apologizing, there are even some times in life that you might do things or say things and you actually should not apologize at all for them. Because there really is nothing to be sorry about. There's really nothing to repair. And these are my beliefs about what you should never apologize for. And the first one on the list is crying. Now, of course, there is a time and a place for everything. Maybe it's not appropriate to cry at certain events or at certain things. And sometimes it is. But regardless, when you are crying, it is a result of some sort of emotion. And it can be tears of joy. It could be grief. It could be sadness. It could be a number of things. It could even be seeing something incredibly beautiful. Because for me, when I see something incredibly beautiful, it brings me to tears sometimes. But regardless of what provokes tears in you, if you have a moment that you are crying, a moment that you are that touched, when you have tears, you should never apologize for them. When you have tears, it means that you have some sort of emotion and that is how they are coming out. That is how they are being expressed. 
it's true that a lot of times people do have a hard time dealing with people that cry. A crying is not something that's necessarily very well accepted and a lot of people are actually very embarrassed and afraid of crying in front of people and I will have to admit that that holds for me as well. There was just not a lot of crying allowed growing up and it wasn't necessarily a bad thing but I've always now as an adult and especially more so like in my teenage years and in my 20s I felt very embarrassed and very ashamed about crying in front of people and when and if I cried I always waited until I was alone completely alone and would cry behind closed doors and you know at that age it was in my room or the bathroom and you know as I got older it was pretty much just at home or if I really couldn't hold back the tears in my car alone things like that but I always felt very ashamed and there is kind of some shame for like I said a lot of people and I believe that's also why it makes people uncomfortable seeing others cry but if somebody is brought to tears if you are brought to tears if you see somebody else crying there really should be no apologies because there's absolutely nothing wrong with crying and there is absolutely nothing wrong with expressing those emotions in that way. It's not hurting anybody and it might make some people uncomfortable, but more than likely the people that are uncomfortable, it's more of an issue within them than with the person actually expressing those emotions through tears. Another thing that nobody should ever apologize for is for their depression or anxiety. That is something that a lot of people deal with, myself included. And yes, I have a hold of those things in my life now and there have been times that I haven't. And sometimes these things creep back in and I have to get a hold of them. And unfortunately, this is something that affects people's daily life. It might affect their relationships. It might affect their work life. It might affect those people around them. And yes, if you are dealing with anxiety or depression and you are having a hard time and it is affecting some of your relationships in a negative way or it's causing them worry, yeah, of course, it'd be great to apologize if you affected them in a negative way and say, hey, you know, I'm really sorry that I missed this or that I missed that. But you should never apologize for the actual anxiety and depression, even if it is, you know, interfering with certain parts of your life. Apologize for your mistakes. Take accountability for those things. And myself having been in, in these states of mind, I understand that it's really hard to control sometimes and you can do as much as you can, but some days are harder than others and some days it's normal for it to be difficult to function and get out of bed and do the normal things. I understand that. And other people do need to be understanding of that as well. There are so many reasons why you may have anxiety or depression, but you should never apologize for that because a lot of times it does feel like it's completely out of your control and a lot of times it is and you need to sometimes get help and sometimes you need medication and you should never apologize for that either. Do the best that you can, but never apologize for the actual anxiety or depression. Kind of going along those same lines and on that same note, you should never apologize for how you feel. Feelings, all of them, are valid. You are allowed to have them. You are allowed to be happy, angry, sad, all of those things. There's nothing wrong with your actual feelings and there's no need to apologize for them. And there is a very specific reason why you feel a certain way. That's okay. Again, if your feelings are negative feelings, that's okay. But if you are acting on them and you do something that's wrong, you do something that hurts somebody and you're having a negative impact on people and relationships, 
then yes, you need to apologize for those things. And again, be accountable. I don't want anybody to take what I'm saying and to think that I'm saying, oh, don't be accountable. Don't ever apologize because, oh, it's your feelings that caused this. No, because the fact of the matter is, yes, you have feelings, negative, positive, neutral, whatever they may be. But regardless of those feelings, you also have free will and you also have choice. Now, if you are choosing to act on these negative feelings and by doing bad things, then that's not okay. Again, if you do something bad, if you hurt someone, yes, you need to completely take accountability and apologize. Say you're sorry for these things and mean it. It needs to be a genuine apology. But for the actual feelings, there's no need to apologize for those things. They are yours. You have your reasons. Now what you do with them, that's on you. And you should be responsible. And of course, use your feelings, good, bad, whatever, to help you grow. Sit in your feelings, feel your feelings, but you don't have to act on them in a negative way. Another thing that you should never apologize for is needing or asking for help. We are not born without help. We do not leave this earth without help. And while you're living your life, while you're getting through life, it is impossible to get through without the aid of others. Even though for myself, for example, I tend to do a lot of things solo. I kind of like to fly solo. I am much more introverted, uh, less now as I get older and as I consciously do things more socially and everything. But by nature, I'm an introverted person. And I'll admit it's hard for me to ask for help sometimes. And I can be a little bit prideful that way. And I think a lot of us can. But the fact of the matter is, is that we can't get through life alone. And we do need the help of others. And you should never be sorry if you can't figure something out, if you don't know something if you lack the knowledge or the skills or whatever the support and you need support you need help ask for it don't be ashamed of it and never apologize for that because we all need help the most successful the most brilliant people in this world didn't get where they are alone they got there with the aid of others another thing that you should never apologize for is expressing your opinion Now, there's nothing wrong with having an opinion. There's nothing wrong with having a voice and expressing that. That being said, you are responsible for how you express your opinion. There is a way to express yourself and be tactful. And there is a way to express yourself without being offensive. And you need to figure that out. And you need to be responsible for that. If the way you express it is disrespectful and rude, then yeah, you should probably be sorry. And some people will still be offended by it, even if you express yourself in the most polite way possible. This is kind of a tricky one, but you never need to apologize for what you think and for how you feel. Now, I am a huge believer in that your peace is incredibly important. My peace is incredibly important and I need it to function and to be okay. And this is a big one for me. You never need to apologize for taking your time to regain peace. Now, that for me means sometimes being a little bit reclusive, sticking to myself, staying at home, spending time by myself, needing to regain my energy and meditate and just be in my own space. And sometimes that means having to say no to, you know, dinners with friends or doing things or going out or socializing. And I had a really bad habit of always being like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And, you know, that someone's peace, my peace, your peace is much more important sometimes. And I know that's really hard because you don't want to hurt your friend's feelings. And unfortunately, friend's feelings will get hurt sometimes. But a real friend will understand that and understand that you need that time for yourself to regain your peace. 
So never apologize for having to do what you need to do to be your best you. Because again, if you are the best you, then you can be really great for others. You need to fill your cup first. Another thing that you should never apologize for is having high standards. Now, that doesn't mean, you know, being a snob when it comes to certain things and being pretentious and thinking you're better. It's not that at all. But if you have a standard, and a lot of times those standards are based, of course, on how we grew up, our morals and values and things like that. And if you have a certain standard that's really valuable for you and you feel that that's what you need in your life, you should never apologize for that. Now, it can be standards in a relationship, it could be standards at work, you know, in friendships or any number of things. Never apologize for what you feel that you need and for having standards. Standards, to me, are boundaries and you should never go outside of those boundaries and outside of what's important to you and what you value. Never apologize for that. And the very last one, and I think this has to do with some of the previous ones, but never apologize for being sensitive or emotional. Now again, how you express them, how you affect other people, that's a very conscious decision. But you should never apologize for sensitivities, for emotions. We all have reasons for them. Own your emotions, own your feelings, and never apologize for them. You have every right to feel how you feel, and you have every reason to feel how you feel. Again, you never want to do anything to hurt others. And if you know that you have something to work on, work on it. Do the work, do your healing, but never apologize for having to do that or for how you feel. Now, we're running out of time, so I just want to give you a quick example of how you can maybe stop apologizing, and a lot of us run late a lot, and I know that I say, oh, I'm so sorry to keep you waiting, or I'm so sorry I'm running late, I'll be there in a few minutes, I'll send that in a text or whatever, and we all have that habit of apologizing, and of course we want to be polite, but one of my suggestions is... When you're running late or when you arrive and you're a few minutes late, instead of saying, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry I'm late. I'm sorry I kept you waiting. Put a positive spin on it and say, you know what? Thank you so much for being patient and for waiting for me while I was running late. Like, you're awesome. So really same meaning. You're not apologizing. And again, I really want to emphasize to be careful when you apologize. Say sorry when you mean it. And also don't use it too much because when you need to give a very sincere apology, it's going to mean less if you are constantly apologizing about every single little thing that really doesn't require an apology. So just be careful of that. You're listening to Flying Blind Podcast. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media, at Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. Before I share a final quote with you, I would really like to thank you so much for joining me and taking the time to listen to me on this episode of Flying Blind Podcast. I hope that you took something positive away from listening today and that you will come back next time. I would love to get any feedback, suggestions, or ideas from you so you can find me and reach me on Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat at Evita Carrasco. That's E-V-I-T-A-C-A-R-R-A-Z-C-O. Remember to subscribe, like, love, and follow us on Zwerk Media. That's Z-W-E-R-C Media. The final quote that I would like to share with you is by an anonymous person, but this quote states, Next time you're stressed, take a step back, inhale, and laugh. Remember who you are and why you're here. 
You're never given anything in this world that you can't handle. Be strong, be flexible, love yourself, and love others. Always remember, just keep moving forward. I hope you join me on the next episode of Flying Blind Podcast. And until next time, stay blessed and be positive. Be positive.